Om Agyana Timirandasya Gyananjana Shalakaya Chakshurun Militam Yena Tasmai Shigurave Nama Shri Chaitanya Mano Vishtam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Svayam Rupakadamahyam Dadati Svapadantikam Vandeham Shri Guru Shri Yutta Parakamalam Shri Guru Vaishnavangscha Shri Rupam Sagajatam Sahagana Raghunatang Vitangtang Sajivam Sadvaitam Savadutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Shri Radha Krishna Padan Sahagana Lalita Shri Vishakhan Vitangscha Nama Om Vishnubadaya Krishna Pristaya Bhutale Srimate Bhaktivedanta Swamin Itinamine Namaste Saraswati Deve Gauravani Pracharine Nivishesha Shunyavadi Paschatya Deshatanine Vancha Kalpatruvyascha Kripa Sindhuvya Evacha Patitanam Bhavanevyo Vaishnavevyo Namo Namaha Hey Krishna Karuna Sindhu Dinavando Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namostate Tapta Kanchana Gorangi Radhe Vrindavaneshwari Rishavanu Sute Devi Pranamami Hari Priye Jaya Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda, Shri Advaita Gadadhar Shiva Sadi, Gauravakta Vrinda, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama Hare Hare Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Narayanam Namaskritya Naram Chavanarottamam Deving Sarasvating Yasam Tato Jayamodirayet Nashta Prayeshvabhadreshu Nityam Bhagavata Sevaya Bhagavati Uttama Shloke Bhakti Bhavati Naishtiki Hare Krishna, we're reading from Srimad Bhagavatam. Jai! From Canto 10, Chapter 1. Um, a few verses. Verses 60 through 63, and I think we have 62 on the board for chanting together. Um, this morning, 
at Mangalarti uh, announcements, I invited everyone, I suggested um, that you can read what we're reading today in advance. Um, and I know Jayabhadra Mataji did that. Did anyone else get around to it? Oh, very good. Good. Okay. This is a general suggestion for any day of the week for whoever is giving the class. It's a very nice way to what I call prime the pump. In India, they have these hand pumps. And if you don't use the hand pump for some time, uh, you need to prime it before it'll work. And how do you prime it? You have to get some water from elsewhere than this pump in a bucket, and you have to pour it in t down the pump, and then that makes it so it can work. So similarly, we can sort of prime the pump of our brains about the, <clears throat> the subject that we we read uh, by just taking two or three or four minutes uh, to read the verse and purport. And yes, you may find yourself thinking about what you read and then some question may come and then you'll be more of an active listener in the Bhagavatam class. Isn't that cool? Hare Krishna. <laughs> Okay, we're reading. This is chapter 1, which is called The Advent of Lord Krishna, Introduction. Uh, of course, the advent, the appearance of Krishna, is a major topic of the first few chapters of Canto 10. So it's, it's, it's quite a dramatic build-up that we're getting here. And what we're reading is uh, an exchange between Vasudeva, the father of Krishna, and Kamsa. Uh, and we, we know this is a quite intense situation. So let's chant the, this verse that we have, and then I'll back up and then move forward, or move forward and backward. Somehow we'll do this. All right, here we go. Nandadya ye vraje gopa Nandadya ye vraje gopa Yas chami sham chayoshita Yas chami sham chayoshita Vrishna yo vasudevadya Vrishna yo vasudevadya Vrishna yo vasudevadya Devakyadya yadustriya Okay What's all this mean? Nanda Adya, beginning from Nanda Maharaj. Ye, all of which persons? Vraje, in Vrindavan. Gopa, the, the cowherd men. 
या एंड अमीशाम of all those inhabitants of vrindavan cha as well as yoshita the women vrishnaya members of the vrishni family vasudeva adya headed by vasudeva Devaki Adya headed by Devaki Yadustriya all the women of the Yadu dynasty and uh, the next verse continues Sarve vai devata praya ubayorapi bharata yatayo bandu surido yecha kangsam anuvrata and before i translate all of that before prabhupad translates it uh, let's read verse 60 and 61 um first let's remember what was verse 59 what what happened in the verse of yesterday who remembers who was here Kamsa was pleased with Vasudev. Why was he pleased? Yes, um, he fulfilled his promise, uh, and so uh, Kamsa, Kamsa is—he's going to reply. And in what mood is he replying? Prahasan. He's very pleased. <laughs> so then. <clears throat> here is his reply pratiyatu kumaro yam nahyasmat asti me mayam ashtamad yuvayor garbhan mrityur me vihita kila translation o vasudeva you may take back your child and go home i have no fear of your first child It is the eighth child of you and Devaki I am concerned with because that is the child by whom I am destined to be killed. He says I'm destined to be killed. Tateti suktam adaya yayav anakadundubi nabyanandata tatvakyam asato avijitatmana Vasudeva agreed and took his child back home but because Kangsa had no character and no self-control Vasudeva knew that he could not rely on Kamsa's word and then we have today's verse and the next verse translation purport by divine grace ac bhaktivedanta swami shila prabhupada ki jai the inhabitants of vrindavan headed by nanda maharaj and including his associate cowherd men and their wives 
were none but denizens of the heavenly planets, O Maharaj Parikshit, best of the descendants of Bharata. And so too were the descendants of the Vrishni dynasty headed by Vasudeva, Vasudeva and Devaki and the other women of the dynasty of Yanu. The friends, relatives, and well-wishers of both Nanda Maharaj and Vasudeva, and even those who externally appeared to be followers of Kamsa, were all dem demigods. Purport. As previously discussed, the Supreme Personality of Godhead Vishnu informed Lord Brahma that Lord Krishna would personally descend to mitigate the suffering on the earth. The Lord ordered the Lord ordered all the demi sorry, the Lord ordered all the demi <laughs> denizens, the denizens of the heavenly planets to take birth in different families of the Yadu and Vrishni dynasties and in Vrindavan. Do you all know this word de denizen? A, a denizen is a resident, yeah, mm. with various connotations. Uh, denizens of the heavenly planets. <laughs> now, this verse informs us that all the family and friends of the Yadu dynasty, the Vrishni dynasty, Nanda Maharaj, and the Gopas descended from the heavenly planets to see the pastimes of the Lord. They're all in the, on the benches, in the arena, you know, in the football stadium. And they're all waiting to see the Lord appear. As confirmed in Bhagavad Gita 4.8, the Lord's pastimes consist of paritra naya sadhunam vinashaya chadushkritam. You get it, Jai. <clears throat> Saving the devotees and killing the demons. To demonstrate these activities, the Lord called for devotees from different parts of the universe. There are many devotees who are elevated to the higher planetary systems. Prapya punya kritang lokan ushitva shashvati samaha. Shuchinam, Shuchinam, Shimatam, Gehe, Yoga Brashto, Abhijayate. The unsuccessful yogi, after many, many years of enjoyment on the planets of the various living entities, is born into a family of righteous people or into a family of rich aristocracy. Some devotees have failed to complete the process of devotional service, some devotees, having failed to complete the process of devotional service, are promoted to the heavenly planets to which the pious are elevated. And after enjoying there, they may be directly promoted to the place where the Lord's pastimes are going on. When Lord Krishna was to appear, the denizens of the heavenly planets were invited to see the pastimes of the Lord. And thus it is stated here, 
that the members of the Yadu and Vrishni dynasties and the inhabitants of Vrindavan were demigods or almost as good as demigods. Even those who externally helped the activities of Kangsa belonged to the higher planetary systems. The imprisonment and release of Vasudeva and the killing of various demons were all manifestations of the pastimes of the Lord. And because the devotees would be pleased to see these activities personally, they were all invited to take birth as friends and relatives of these families. As confirmed in the prayers of Kunti, Nato Natyadaru Yatha, the Lord was to play the part of a demon killer and a friend son and brother to his devotees and thus these devotees were all summoned. And so ends Prabhupada's purport to this verse which is continuing the story of the preparation for Lord Krishna's appearance. Uh, so we're getting an idea from these verses of who is involved in this story. Um, and indeed, there may be questions raised. How is this? We're uh, talking about residents of uh, the heavenly realms. Uh, aren't they eternal servants of the Lord and therefore they are from not coming from the heavenly planets, but rather they're coming from uh, from Goloka, isn't it? Isn't it? Is that one of your questions, Mother Jai Mother? Ah, indeed. Almost as good as demigods. Interesting point. <laughs> Let's see if anything uh, comes to mind about that. All right, now let's think about Kamsa. Maybe we don't want to think about Kamsa. We want to think about Krishna. <laughs> but let's think about Kamsa. Kamsa has had what seems to be a kind of change of heart. Uh, and perhaps we can appreciate one quality of Kamsa. What would that quality be? Silence. Don't everybody answer and respond at once, please. Huh? He's always thinking of Krishna. Okay. What else? Compassion? Does he have compassion? Yes? Yeah. I think that's the immediate point here. There may be other qualities. Yes, you were saying? Sometimes compassionate. Okay. Um, yes. Magnanimous. He's magnanimous. <laughs> I won't. <laughs> At least in his mind, he's magnanimous, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. 
He listened to Vasudev. He listened to his reasoning, didn't he? Yeah. He liked his sister. Okay, so, <laughs> yeah. For a moment he was going to kill her, but then actually he likes it. It's not his sister, is it? She's uh, technically his um, cousin. Yeah. All right. Now, we all know what's going to happen, that this mood which he's in, in, uh, in at the moment is at the moment. And what's going to happen is that someone, maybe I shouldn't mention his name, although the Bhagavatam does mention, is going to be a troublemaker <laughs> in order to, in order apparently to accelerate the appearance of Krishna. It's like, come on, let's get on with the show. Uh, and to speed things up, let's get Kamsa worried again. That's what's going to happen in the next. Uh, and, and so we see in Kamsa this, um, can we call it a dual nature? Maybe that's not quite appropriate, but what I want to suggest is that Kamsa, in some respects, we can think of as representing ourselves, and uh, more specifically because of this flickering uh, of his mind, we might identify with him that our minds sometimes, only sometimes in Radhadesh, are flickering. And of course, where is that coming from? Uh, we can say that may be linked to the fact that we are, we are told by our acharyas, tatasta shakti. We are in the middle. We are betwixt and between. Right? Mm. Uh, that jivar swarupa hoy krishnaya nityadas tatasta shakti beda beda prakash. This tatasta shakti, that's what we are. But then jivar swarupa hoy, our swarupa, our actual form is that we are servant of Krishna. When are we servant of Krishna? Nitya, always. <laughs> but somehow we are in this situation of being betwixt and between. Now, to explore this idea of being betwixt and between, I'm going to ask for your patience while I read something which we normally wouldn't read in this uh, room. Uh, but I think it helps to illuminate this idea. Now let's see if I can get it here. Here we are. It is a poem in English uh, from a quite uh, respected English poet, Alexander Pope. Uh, from the 18th century. Now, some of this English is not going to be so easy to catch, especially for, I think, most of you, your first language is not English. Um, but let us try to get something of the flavor of this, and then we can go from there, okay? Uh, I think it's 
Anyway, just indulge me, okay? <laughs> know then, this is from, or this is his poem called The Riddle, The Riddle of the World. And it goes like this. Know then thyself, presume not God to scan the proper study of mankind is man. Placed on this isthmus of a middle state, a being darkly wise and rudely great. With too much knowledge for the skeptic side, with too much weakness for the stoic's pride, he hangs between in doubt to act or rest, in doubt to deem himself a god or beast, in doubt his mind and body to prefer, born but to die, and reasoning but to err. Alike in ignorance, his reasons such, whether he thinks too little or too much. Chaos of thought and passion, all confused, still by himself abused or disabused, created half to rise and half to fall, great lord of all things, yet a prey to all, sole judge of truth in endless error hurled, the glory, jest, and riddle of the world. <laughs> Hare Krishna. <laughs> Translation, please. <laughs> um, he's, he's talking about that we are a sort of being who are, we hang between in doubt to act or rest. This, this line reminded me of Hamlet, who famously can't decide whether to be or not to be. He can't decide whether to kill his uncle, who he is sure has killed his father. Um, so this betwixt and between state is something that we all suffer from. Uh, and we find ourselves, there's this, there's this goodness and there's this not-so-goodness. And so Arjuna in Bhagavad Gita asks Krishna, how is this? Atta kenam chariti purusha. He says, how is it uh, that we are prayukta, we are impelled to papa? The word papa um, can mean sin, can also mean evil, uh, bad, anything bad or evil. And, and yet prayukta, and he says, it seems as if we are impelled despite ourselves, balad iva niyojita balad, by force. It seems like we are forced uh, to, uh, to engage in something wrong or something evil or something bad or something sinful. How is this, he asks. And what does Krishna answer? Yes. It is not only our 
Yes. Say it again, only a little louder, so everyone can hear. <laughs> all devouring sinful enemy of this world. Kama esha, krodha esha, rajoguna samudbhava. Samudbhava, rajaguna samudbhava, it arises from rajaguna. But wait a minute, it, where's the intentionality here? That's, I think, the interesting question. Uh, because Krishna, because Arjuna has asked, how is it? It seems to just happen. Uh, and then it seems to happen by force. And then Krishna answers, yeah, it just happens. And how does it happen? He points uh, to Rajaguna. Someone was going to say something? He said before that you concentrate on it. Yeah. Then you just, then you yes. But someone may say, well, you know, I, it, wasn't, it wasn't me who contemplated it. It just happened that I was contemplating. Uh, or we might think of a jamila in that particular instance, Ajamila, poor, innocent Ajamila. He was a first-class Brahmin. He was, what was he doing um, when he got caught by lust? Yeah, he was collecting flowers, he was collecting wood for his father, for the puja, for the archana, for the yagya, whatever it was. Uh, he was a, a well-trained, well sheltered, we may say he was a sheltered Brahmin. And then he goes out and he sees something which he's not supposed to see. And then something is awakened in, in him. What is that? Kama, it is Kama. Um, one of the names for Kamadeva is Ananga. You know this word, this name? Ananga. Huh? It's from Gayatri. It's in the Gayatri. Ananga. Limbs, Anga. Ananga. He who has no limbs. Why does Kamsa have no limbs? It, anga also means body. He who has no body, why does he have no body? What, what happened to him? What was the event in which he... Yes, Lord Shiva. Lord Shiva was a little bit angry. Why was he angry? Because Kamadev came to try to tempt him, to disturb him from his meditation. And when that happens, Lord Shiva, all he had to do was glance. He glanced at Kams, at, at, I almost said Kamsa. He glanced at Kama and Kama, Kama Deva. Whoosh, poof! He became nothing but ashes. Jai, it's all over. There's no more Kama Deva, right? You don't seem to believe me. What happened to Kamadeva? When Kamadeva lost his body, 
he entered into each and every body. Yeah, that's what happened. Have you noticed? <laughs> anyway, so this is our predicament. Uh, this is all the bad news. <laughs> but I don't want to belabor the point. Uh, there is good news, and the good news is that Krishna is appearing, and the devotees, uh, including all the devotees uh, mentioned here, are anticipating his his arrival, his 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 coming, and we could say that Kamsa is also anticipating his arrival, isn't it? Yeah, he's always thinking about Krishna. There's only one problem with how he's thinking about Krishna. He's thinking, but at least he's thinking about Krishna. And this is what we encourage everyone to do. Srila Prabhupada in one lecture, he said, uh, our duty is to disturb the demons. <laughs> A lot of times we feel that is not our duty. We don't want to disturb anyone, but well... We do want to awaken people to Krishna consciousness, to a desire to, to see Krishna, for Krishna to appear. So that uh, is also something of our mission. Jeev Jago, Jeev Jago, Gaurachanda Bole, Kotanidra, Jao Maya, Pishachirakole. Jao! Jao is the imperative. Wake up! Uh, so we want to wake up ourselves. We want to stay awake ourselves. Do we want to stay awake ourselves? Yes. And how do we keep ourselves awake? Help others to wake up. Uh, and where is that impetus going to come from to do that, to make that effort? to help others to awaken. Huh? Chant and read. <laughs> okay, we always hear that in every lecture, isn't it? Chant and read, we have to read and chant. Speaking of reading, let me remind you of my suggestion to uh, read the verse and purport prior to the class. Um, and yes, certainly these activities, hearing and chanting, are there. But what is it in ourselves that would impel us, uh, rather than being impelled by kama, to feel impelled uh, to give Krishna to others? What could it be? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Did you hear? Uh, he was giving example. Uh, the impetus, he, he was saying, is to feel 
to to get a feeling of anger at seeing how the demons are acting in such ways as to cause so much disturbance. And he gave the example from his own experience. They were distributing in front of a supermarket. Uh, someone came out from the supermarket and sent them all away. Uh, why? Because of the en envy that they're taking our money. <laughs> that may be part of the reason, but yeah. The person who came out to send you away may have just been doing it out of a sense of duty, but that's another subject. Uh, yeah, what other kind of impetus could there be for us? Yes, Jayabandha. Yeah. I have something so good. I have something so good that, uh, and it's so bounteous, and it's not something, it's someone, right? <laughs> I have enough of someone, that sounds, that doesn't sound right in English. <laughs> I have enough of you, no. <laughs> That's not what I meant. Yes. 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 Uh, depression is, uh, I think it's been deemed the major disease of the present time, according to the UN uh, World Health Organization or something. It's the, the biggest disease there is. And it's a diseased condition. So, yeah, to help people become free from the, from their disease condition, especially uh, depression. Anything else? Yes. Whatever people have been fighting for, I'm just thinking about slavery. Was, uh, you know, people came up against slavery, they thought slavery is going to be out of the planet. Now, 42 million people are in slavery. Is that what they say? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, in such a short time, what's going to happen? So it's, it's, it's urgent, you know, like, who's going to save the situation? Yeah. Okay, very good. Uh, slavery, 42 million people estimated to be in slavery. Of course, one could say everyone in the material world is a slave, a slave of their senses, and we may feel very... Uh, you know, sort of complacent about that. Yes, everyone is 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 a slave. Uh, only we know that. How fortunate we are, and let them all suffer in their slavery. But if we hear that there are forty-two million people in, we may say, abject slavery, uh, in a condition where they can't even, you know, decide to do basic things that. Uh, that other people are able to do, that is um, a cause for concern. Okay, uh, there are so many reasons to feel an impetus to give Krishna to others. Uh, the essential reason we might feel, uh, and this is continuing from discussion yesterday, even if we don't feel a sense of 
uh, impetus from within, we may feel a sense of duty. Uh, duty, we don't usually like to hear about duty, uh, but it is that sort of starting point at which a devotee says, okay, I must do this. I must give Krishna to others. I may not understand why, but I must do it. And when I um, continue with that practice, then I start to actually feel, yes, this has to be done not because of it's not because it's only a duty, but because uh, it's the urgent necessity, and because how wonderful Krishna is. So uh, we have uh, all of the residents of. Uh, Vrindavan anxious for Krishna to appear. Um, also, it says that Kamsa's uh, associates are uh, have appeared for this purpose in order to uh, be participate in Krishna's appearance. So uh, we can say also we want to see how we participate in Krishna's appearance. Uh, how do we participate in Krishna's pastimes? Is that possible? Is it possible for us to participate in Krishna's pastimes? Yes? How is it possible? I don't believe it. Okay, yeah. Ah, Lord Chaitanya, Sankirtan, right? Yes, this is all participation in the Lord's pastimes. Grantaraj Srimad Bhagavatam Ki Jai. Questions, comments, discussion? Yes, Mother Jai Mother. That sounds like good news, huh? <laughs> In fact, it sounds like, hey, let's go for those heavenly planets because then we can enjoy there. We don't have to bypass. And then we can go from there. Well, it's, it's sort of one of those issues where you, you feel like you have to say everything is possible. How are we to say that it's not possible that some uh, some residents of Vrindavan may go to uh, Vaikuntha, to the spiritual world? Uh, of course, everything is possible by the grace of the Lord. And so if he so desires, which he obviously does in this case, uh, he desires that all these associates uh, be with him. Uh, and so that's what he's arranging. Yeah. Yes, need to know that guy. Hmm. 
Yeah. Yes, that's a nice question. How do we deal in a healthy way with a situation where we don't, I'll put it in a slightly different way, where we don't uh, reach the mark of what we ourselves or someone else expects? Yes, and we hear lots of should, 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 should. <laughs> well, um, I'll respond to that uh, with uh, a nice point that was made by Mahatma Prabhu uh, in uh, a discussion he was uh, giving, I think it was in Mauritius. And he's talking about guilt. And he's saying that um, the feeling of guilt can be good. To feel guilty for doing something that's wrong, that's bad, that's evil, that's um, unhealthy, uh, that is below the standard that we set for ourselves, whatever it might be. He said, it's good, it can be good to just allow yourself to feel that guilt. Because when you feel that guilt, then you, it will feel so bad, you'll understand this feeling of guilt has a function. And what is that function? It turns you to do the right thing, because you don't want to have that feeling. And so you understand, oh, okay, uh, there's a better way to behave, there's a better way to act, there's a better way to speak, uh, there's a better way to think, and so on. Uh, and so sometimes we may th uh, think, oh, I'm, I'm not going to feel guilty about this, I'm going to push back that feeling. But then again, it may be good to allow oneself to feel that and think, uh-huh, okay, so then let me do the right thing the next time. Whatever wrong we do, whatever um, imperfection, let's say, we talk a lot about imperfection, whatever imperfection we find in ourselves, uh, let it be, again, an impetus for improvement. But now, here's the catch. Often, we are thinking, I'm way, 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 way short of the standard. And then we, f we think, I'm never going to make it up to the standard. And then what happens? We get depressed. We may give up. We, we set the standard down to the level where we are and, and decide, well, that's just where I am and don't, don't, you know, don't ask me to do more than that because that's where I am. <laughs> that's just where I am, how I am, you know, uh, it's the status quo. So that's not very helpful. But it's also not very helpful to be looking at the top standard and expecting of ourselves we're going to jump from down here to up there uh, in one jump. 
rather, how can I be, in, how can I incrementally, you know this word increment? Step by step. How can I improve? And then uh, the, the counterpart of this is whenever we do something right, we can celebrate. Reward yourself. Give yourself an extra gulab jaman. Unless that's the evil that you're trying to avoid. <laughs> I, I kept myself from eating an extra gulab jaman yesterday. So today I will take three. No, that's not, that doesn't work either. Is that okay? You mean in society at large because everyone's suffering from depression? With so much baggage. Yes, that's it's like that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh how to deal with that? Hmm. Well, uh yes. The way that uh, the the mundane world deals with this uh, is they have wars, and then they just destroy. That's what the Mahabharata is called. Um, the 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 war of Kurukshetra is referred to as Rana Yagya. Rana means battlefield. It's a sacrifice of battle. So that's how it works in the material world. In the spiritual world, uh, what do we do? What is the sacrifice we do? Nama yagya. So instead of rana yagya, we have nama yagya. That's the that's the system. <laughs> that's the process. As simple as that, and yet as challenging as that. Uh, because some kirtan is together kirtan. And the together, that can be the big challenge, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Our our culture in bhakti is to pray to Krishna that we may be attached to him and then all the other kinds of attachments they can uh, be dispersed naturally. That's our process. We make it positive. Krishna, oh, oh Lord Krishna, <laughs> please allow me to uh, take shelter of you. Please allow me to uh, feel your love for me 
such that my my natural love for you can uh, un unfold. And if I need to be the first one to unfold my love, please allow me to do that so that then I will experience your love. How's that? Hare Krishna. I suppose, if so, that's amazing. <laughs> Indeed. Well, uh, of course, in this pastime of the several children uh, of Devaki being killed, um, there is an allegorical um, interpretation of the whole pastime in which uh, the... Um, the preparation is being made for the appearance of Krishna by the destruction of uh, the the six, uh, well, there's different sorts of six, but six types of, we may say, highway robbers, Kama, Kroda, Loba, and so on. That's one explanation. Uh, and so they are, we may say, symbolic of uh, these kinds of... Uh, of trouble, uh, which prevent us from uh, from approaching the Lord. So that may, yeah, that may complicate the point, but that's there also. Yeah. Well, the most wonderful thing is it's all that Krishna will appear. <laughs> when Krishna appears, then everything makes sense. It's, it's like that in his appearance. Devotees can be ex in extreme anxiety, but their anxiety is connected with Krishna. So when, when, uh, when the residents of Vrindavan see Krishna dancing on Kaliya, they're in terrible anxiety. Uh, Mother Yashoda is in terrible anxiety, isn't it? Uh, and so, uh, but because it's Krishna, then when Krishna prevails over Galia, then it's all wonderful and then there is celebration. And the anxiety that was there becomes, um, it becomes all the more relief Imagine there was no anxiety of Mother Yashoda and Krishna is dancing and, and Mother Yashoda is saying, wow, that's pretty cool. That's pretty amazing what he's doing. Well, it's Krishna anyway. Krishna, yeah, he's pretty amazing. He does pretty amazing things. Come on. It's no surprise, is it? That wouldn't be any... That wouldn't be Leela. So there's drama also in Leela. Krishna 
arranges there to be drama. Yes, to be a real demon, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes, man. Yeah. 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 The prejudice of uh, seeing something terrible and uh, understanding it only in terms of karma or bad karma, rather than seeing in relation to Krishna. Yeah. Good. Well, we're a bit over time from our usual schedule, so I'll say thank you all very much. And Srila Prabhupada ki, Grantaraj Srimad Bhagavatam ki, Kaur Premanande.